This is Forks and Fangs, a Twilight discussion podcast, and it goes a little something like this, like this, like this, like this, like this. and Fangs episode 6. I'm Christy. I'm Hillary. And I'm Josh. Cause I don't want to regret. Cause life's not done for me yet. But everywhere I turn my head, I see signs of the walking dead. Give me your arms, I'll be your shield. I'll be Josh is our new host this week, and he sent in an email last week saying uh, why girls like Edward did a really good job with that. So, Woo-hoo! thanks for that. Is <laughs> there anything you wanted to say in person, like that we didn't mention on the show last week, or? Um, I'm only familiar with the first book. I'm still getting into the other two, so my knowledge is a little limited. But uh, I'm excited, and I'm ready to contribute. Awesome. So, since you just read Twilight, what did you think of it? I thought it was a really good book. I really liked the concept and the characters, and it was really interesting because I hadn't read anything quite like it, and it gave you a lot to think about. Stephanie Meyer was very good with drawing out the excitement and everything all the way towards the very last couple of pages, and it was a really good book, I think, and I can't wait to read the other few. Awesome. So you guys just heard our new Forks and Fangs intro song. And that was created by the band Just Plain Sexy and my friends Lucas Britt and CJ Hall. CJ Hall was singing. We are actually going to have a new version of it next week because I accidentally cut out the first line of lyrics. <laughs> so, but other than that, what did you guys think of it? It was good. Very nice. CJ, your sultry voice does it every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really liked it. It was awesome. So we hope you guys liked it too. <clears throat> And now we're going to go to Hillary for the news. Yay. First off, the guy who's playing Billy Black in the film took some behind-the-scenes pictures of him and the cast, and they are on his website, gilbirmingham.com. There's also, from last Twilight Tuesday, there was videos of the cast talking about the Cullen Crest, and also a new film clip, which I thought was pretty funny. This Tuesday, there was... For Twilight Tuesday, it was about Bella's truck. Taylor Lutner says that Bella's truck is bigger and it's different. You'll see Edward in his Volvo and Carlisle's Mercedes and the Range Rover and all those expensive things. And Bella pulls up with this red truck. It's just this old truck, and I love it because it shows how she's different from everybody here. Borders has also announced what they're going to do for their Breaking Dawn release party says, quote, more than 900 Borders and Walden's bookstores across the country will celebrate the highly anticipated release of Breaking Dawn with exciting in-store book release parties beginning at 10 p.m. Friday, August 1st and culminating at midnight when the book officially goes on sale. The Borders and Walden books parties 
themed From Twilight Till Dawn, A Night with a Bite, will include costume <laughs> contests, <laughs> trivia contests, and lively debates oh, on themes from the book series. All right, part day. So let's have a little bit of discussion about the news. What did you guys think about the new Cullen Crest? This wasn't in the books, but the filmmakers decided it would make the movie more interesting, I guess, to give each character some sort of jewelry with the Cullen Crest to wear. Kind of like unites them. Yeah. Right, as a family. Yeah, seeing as how even though they're not related by blood, they've got some kind of binding symbol that unites them all together and shows that they're all a part of this one, I guess, group. Right. I think it was a really good idea because they're not really family. They're just people who are all, they're all vampires and they have a really close relationship. And so the crest sort of symbolizes their their close relationship as a family, even though they're not blood relations. So like when you see when you actually see it, instead of imagining it in your head, it's harder to actually see, like, they don't look anything alike. Like, it's hard to kind of think of them as a family. Yeah, it's unique yeah. to each of them. It's kind of got their own personalities in their crest. Well, the crest is the same, but the, the way they wear it. Their jewelry it, is yeah. different. Like, um, Emmett and Jasper have wristbands, and um, Alice has a choker. Mm-hmm. Rosalie has a giant necklace. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah, Carlisle and Esme both have rings. So, and I actually read something online that the company that made this jewelry is thinking about selling them to the public. So, you could own your very own Cullen (laughs) Crest ring or something. I think that'd be pretty cool, but they might be kind of expensive. Mm -hmm. But, so it's a picture of a lion uh, with an arrow below it with three uh, clovers. Shamrocks, yes. Shamrocks. (laughs) And above it, they have a hand. So. What it means, not even the cast members know. (laughs) But it it looks cool. That's like cool. But I don't know. Is the lion really fitting for them? Well, you know, you've got the whole mountain lion thing with Edward going and his. There you go. um, Indicative to that. And I don't know. the The Shamrocks, I don't know. They're a lucky group, I suppose. I don't know. And the hand, your guess is as good as mine. Right. So. Well, I guess, I mean, the lion is sort of a predatory creature, yeah. carnivorous. Like I that. guess. Whenever I see that lion on the crest, I think of Harry Potter. Yeah. Along with Harry Potter, like, the Gryffindor is the lions, and that represents, like, their pride and... Bravery. Bravery and being noble. So, mm-hmm. I guess you could apply the same thing to the Cullens. Yeah. The next oh the movie clip from <laughs> oh. twilight it was just a video of them, the, filming it. them filming the uncut version of the scene you had to turn your volume up kind of loud and there was some static noise in the background but it was an interesting scene it was one that was added in by the filmmakers it's apparently a field trip to like a greenhouse or that's what i a would plant guess. nursery <laughs> i don't know what did you guys think of that scene Interesting, his uh, Edward's word choice on that particular line. Oh, it was something along the lines of he's trying to explain his whole car stopping power <laughs> moment, and he explains, "Okay, I had an adrenaline rush. It happens to everyone. You can look it up on Google. Yeah, you can Google, Google it. it. You can Google it. That's it. I'm going." Oh my god, funniest clip ever. Yeah. <laughs> that so, was my uh, favorite part. Um. 
It didn't sound too sarcastic, but I'm pretty sure that was kind of what it meant. It was interesting. Yeah, I don't know how he really expected Bella to believe that. If No, yeah. Maybe... Uh, it sounded kind of ridiculous. Well, we don't know if it'll make it in the movie or not. I don't know. Yeah, it could get cut. Could get... But... Or, or a better shoot of it could get in. Who knows? Yeah. From this scene, I really didn't... I don't like Kristen Stewart, who plays Bella, really. And we, we haven't really seen much of her acting, but just from what I have seen from this clip and interviews she's done, I just, I get this weird vibe from her. Like, in the scene, she was really hostile and kind of had an attitude, and I'm not sure if she was trying to act that way, but she seems like she acts that way in real life, and she didn't seem like she was adding too much emotion into it or, like, facial expressions. Well, I mean, Josh, you're an well, actor. Yes. What did uh, you? That's for those of you who don't know. Portraying a character like that, I'm not sure, because Bella's character already is very introvert. She's not really outgoing or anything. I think definitely the way, at least from this clip that I've seen, she is portrayed as a bit more of a, a, a darker, kind of more, um, I don't know how you would say it, but she, she's, I think right after the the whole traumatic car scene, though, it might explain why she is so, mm -hmm. I don't know, upset about everything like that. I haven't actually seen any interviews like you have, so I wouldn't be able to say <laughs> how much, how closely that ties in with their character. But uh, what I've noticed is either actors will be absolutely nothing like their character or very close to their character. So um, we'll have to see, I guess. Right. So. I've seen most of the movies that she's been in, and she plays like the same character a lot. From what I can see here, it's pretty much just like the same character that she's always played in all of her movies. And right. some yeah, and sometimes that's how it is. And sometimes, you know, if someone's good at playing a particular character because it's so in tune with their personality, they'll have an easier time playing that character as opposed to someone who'd have to go more out of their way to act that character. So I don't know. Blame the casting director. <laughs> <laughs> about the interviews I know Josh hasn't seen them but I was saying she does act better than she gives interviews because both her and Robert Pattinson have nothing interesting to say they just stand there and they're like well um yeah it'll be a good movie it comes out in December and then they laugh <laughs> yeah and it's really kind of ridiculous <laughs> eloquent with their words I see because right, he's angry about this <laughs> I'm happy with all the other cast decisions so far I think I think Emma and Rosalie, their characters should be really good, and and I like how all of the couples seem to interact really well, at least in the interviews. Yeah, they seem to get along. I must admit, well. Emmett doesn't look like I imagined him, but I'm sure, I'm sure he'll pull it off anyway. That's okay. He's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no comment. <laughs> okay, that's it for our news discussion then. Our main discussion this week is going to be about settings. And we're going to try and make this fast because we are short on time for today. Mm -hmm. But I just wanted to talk about, like, the town of Forts and how they react to the Cullens and different things that go on in the town. Like, it's a small town in Washington, and it seems like in small towns, everybody is into everybody else's business mm -hmm. all the time. But when they're explaining everything to Bella about the Cullens, they just kind of... They don't really know that much. They don't really know as much as normal as, as families would about other families in a small town, I guess. Yeah, a small town community, definitely. There's a lot of weird things about the Cullen that people don't catch on to. I mean, Bella does, but it seems like other people should, like... They don't eat. Hello. 
Yeah, that's one thing. Does anybody (laughs) notice that they never eat? (laughs) Especially the kids at school. And then they're gone for long periods of time on camping trips, but everybody thinks, oh, it's just because they're a really close family. Mm -hmm. They kind of are camping, they're hunting, but not for what people think they're hunting for. Yeah. Yeah, They're definitely out of school a lot more than a normal person might. Right, and Carlisle and Esme, they both look really young to have teenage kids. But there's the whole adopted thing, so... Well, Carlisle, for one, looks too young to be a doctor, so people sometimes question him, but he's a really good doctor, so then they don't question yeah. anymore. The Collins are just so intimidating that it's one of those things where you don't, you just don't ask, and so it's one of those mm-hmm. things that's their protective, that they're so uh, intimidating like that, that nobody dares even question just because they're afraid. Right. Do you think them being vampires is what keeps people from being more curious about their lives? Because there's, like, a certain sense of fear there also? Well, I don't know, because I think it's... Is it Jasper? Jasper has that ability, like they said, to force certain feelings on a room of people Mm -hmm. like that. And so I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but I think the Collins are definitely, with with what they are, and they're given abilities like that, I think it helps keep people from looking too much into their own personal lives. Okay, well, one thing is the Cullen's house, it's, what, like 15 miles out of town, and mm-hmm. it's this, there's a little drive that hardly anybody can find that leads to their house, and it's, you know, you have to follow this drive a long way to get to their house, so it's pretty buried back there in the woods. Does anybody really know where they live or question where they live? I don't even know if anyone else has even been to their house. Yeah, ever. because, well, they can't find it, or yeah. they probably wouldn't tell anybody where they live, but it seems like that would be something people might wonder about, too, like, I Hey, know. where do those guys live? Man, I don't know. Don't ask me. I'm not asking them. <laughs> right. And then, so, they, all of their cars also, they say that they like to indulge themselves when buying cars because they like the speed. That's what I would notice. Like, wow, they, where are they getting all that money from that they right. can afford I all mean, of those cars? I have family that lives in a small town in Oregon, and nobody really has expensive cars. And they don't really care about looking like they're rich or anything. Even on a well-paid surgeon's salary, that might lead to a little suspicion. Then you could claim stock market or some crazy alibi like that. So, I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's people just don't question it, I guess. Yeah, I noticed that the people of Forks are much concerned with their own ongoings especially like Bella's friends and the school dance is the big news not so much what are the Collins up to or whatever I think it's something that people probably may have gotten just used to and just don't question it anymore Mm -hmm. well my mom brought up the idea um, when she was talking to me about this that maybe there's something else that's happening in Forks that like we don't really hear about in the books that people are more focused on than the Collins and since we're reading the book from Bella's point of view then that's why we hear so much about the Cullens and think about them so much, but the rest of the people don't really pay them attention, maybe, because there's something else going on in the town. Mm-hmm. Hillary has to leave now, so... No, no, no. <laughs> Bye! We'll miss you. See you next yes. week. <laughs> Since Hillary left, and we don't really have anywhere this discussion is going, <laughs> yeah. we're going to end it for this week, but if you have any comments about settings about the town of Forks or the Collins house or questions, then we might be able to address them on the show next week. So just email them to us at forksandfangs at gmail.com. 
There will be no vampire or werewolf question this week, but we will start it up again next week. And there's no character analysis segment this week either, but Christy has something to, that might excite you all. So Next week, our character will be... Jacob. Woo! <laughs> Jacob will be our character, and Alyssa and Kat, our Jacob fans, will be back to balance out the Edward and Jacob fans on the show. Please send an email to forksandfangs at gmail.com if you have a favorite quote that Jacob said. Please give us the exact quote, tell us which book it's from, and also the page number. If we like the quote also, we will read it on the show and mention your name. Also, give us your ideas on theme songs for Jacob. The theme song should define Jacob, his personality, thoughts, or emotions. If we like your song choices, then we'll play the clip of the song on the show and mention your name. And emails. We got an email this week. It's from, I hope I pronounced this right, I'm sorry, Imogen from Scotland. In honor of Scotland, I'm going to try to read it in a bit of an accent. Hey, Forks and Fangs people, I just wanted you to know that I really enjoy your podcast, and especially your latest one, because the discussion about Edward was not biased, because there were some Jacob lovers on the scene. I have a Twilight song, Starlight by Muse. It really reminds me of how Edward feels about Bella, wanting to be changed, and how he feels about his own soul. I have a couple of questions for you. 1. Do you think someone will die? If yes, who? 2. Do you think Bella will have a power? And three, do you think the story will situate in Forks or somewhere else? Keep podcasting, Imogen from Scotland, and I apologize so much if I butchered your name, but Scotland, that's awesome. Love it on the Isles. We will discuss your questions on the show next week, so stay tuned for that one. It's just that Josh hasn't read the next two books new moon and eclipse so yeah. we don't want to spoil it for him by talking about it this week sorry and we'll have more hosts and more opinions next week yep <laughs> we got some more emails also but they were about breaking dawn theories and we kind of already covered those send in your emails so in closing in closing go check out our blog website http forks and fangs.blogspot.com we'll post updates whenever we can you can subscribe to our show there by clicking on the orange button on the side of the page you can also subscribe through iTunes. That's probably the easiest way. Don't forget to enter your email address in the box on the right-hand side of our website so that you can receive email notifications when a new blog or episode is posted. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, hope, dreams, or aspirations, please email forksandfangs at gmail.com, and we may mention your comment or answer your question on the show. You can visit our MySpace at http colon slash slash www.myspace.com slash forksandfangs. And you can also join our Facebook group entitled Forks and Fangs. Finally, you can also follow us on Twitter. Nice little thing there. And links to all these community outlets are on the blog website. Help us get the word out about our podcast since it's still fairly new. Tell all of your friends who are reading the Twilight Saga to subscribe. If your friends don't read Twilight, get them started and tell them to subscribe to the show. And that's all I got on. <laughs> We're going to be having a longer episode next week, we promise. For now, I'm Christy. I'm Josh. And that was Hillary. Yeah. <laughs> oh, one last thing. Uh, it's Megan's birthday today. Megan is a host on our show, as you know. So Woo. we just want to say happy birthday to Megan. Happy birthday. Goodbye. Toodaloo.